Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. Hello and welcome to By The Mash Done, a podcast by a couple of nerds where we drink some beer, brew some beer and have a nice little chat about some beer. I'm not Mike Harrison Wood. I'm Carl Noble. Mike Harrison Wood is off gallivanting around, but it's okay because I'm joined by Chris McLennan. Who is also not Mike Harrison Wood. <laughs> you are not Mike Harrison Wood and you're not gallivanting about. No, I'm sat down. You're sat down. It's all right. But you're here to help uh, help brew some beer, aren't you? Yeah. I'm and drink help... some beer yeah. and chat about some beer. All, all those things. Yeah. Are you a nerd? Uh, yeah. Right, okay. So, so it's, it's going to work out. It's going to pan out just fine. I, th- I think we should be okay. Um, I mean, it's it's January. You know, everyone's had their fill of really large amounts of alcohol. I hope. Yep, I would say I would say most people I've seen have had their fill. Yeah. So I think what we're going to do today is do something real nice and simple. Just keep it real low key. Uh, and you know, try not to hurt ourselves too much. Yeah, real back to basics situation. Yeah. Just keep it keep it easy breezy. So I'm thinking ordinary bitter. Ordinary bitter. It's, in, it's right. It's right there in the name. Or it's ordinary. Uh, it's, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Just real nice, real simple. Uh, it's going to be malty, low ABV as well. Yeah, which is ordinary yeah, bitter. Sessionable. Yeah, sessionable. Well, I mean, sometimes ordinary bitter is called a session bitter. Well, that's true. So there we go. Um, I'll give you a quick rundown of um, what I know about an ordinary bitter, and then, you know, you can tell us what you think you know about an ordinary bitter. How does that sound? I mean, it's a style I actually, if I'm if I'm to tell the truth, normally try and avoid. So, uh, oh, really? you know, I might, I might not know all that much about it, <laughs> other than not, what you're not necessarily like. that keen. But, no, uh, no. but, you know, we'll see how we go. Yeah, I mean, so what I know about it is um, it's a... It's a very traditional style, and at one point it was uh, such a broad spectrum of essentially anything that was a pale ale was classified as an ordinary bitter. Between like 3 and 7%. Yeah, exactly. And then at some point they decided, oh, maybe we should start giving these some proper names, and then you ended up with like session bitter, which is your ordinary bitter, then best bitter... Super then, extreme no, mondo bitter. I don't think that one ever came out. There was special, yeah, extra special. Oh, and, and premium. I, and I'm pretty sure premium yeah, bitter premium. Is a thing. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure special just means strong. Yeah, no, I think it does. <laughs> so extra special is extra strong. It's, yeah, it's I guess. Just, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe it's kind of like uh, the whole imperial bit because people started banging that at the front of beer names for a while, didn't they? Yeah. Imperial I mean, Porter. They, they, so a stout then. Yeah, they still they still <laughs> bang it. They still bang it on the front of, of stouts quite a lot. Yeah. I mean when I was reading the history, what I did find funny was um like traditionally what they used to do is any breweries that bottled their beers, it would be labelled as pale ale on the bottle, but that same beer, if it was cast condition, would be known as a session bitter or yeah, an ordinary bitter. Because I always found that strange, like because uh, I, I always knew the style as a bitter but yeah. uh, when people would, uh, you know, mix up, do like, you know, stout and mildy situations and bitter yeah. and mild situations, it's like the bottle would always be called pale. Yeah. Encourage pale ale. The, the, the little, it came in a little bottle. But that, that's it. it it's, I think it's just one of those styles where it, it used to just be, that's what people called pale ale, was a bitter. Yeah. And then obviously because we now start, uh, we've had a lot of influence from America, um, where pale ale is something maybe slightly different that maybe we've, we're going to have to change what we classify as a bitter. Well, I know quite often I'll serve someone uh, a bitter and they'll think that's a bit pale for a bitter. Like, yeah. It's like, no, nah, you're thinking you're thinking of a best bitter. Yes, yeah, like, exactly. 
uh, whereas actually, you know, like a, a Yorkshire bitter is quite pale. Yeah, like, and so like it, it varies in, um, like I said earlier, it varies in strength, uh, it varies in hoppiness. Um, but I mean, obviously, we can't just start throwing in all ingredients into a pot and see what happens and go oh, we could, but it would be a waste of our time and, really and the be. listeners time it really would be um so i mean the good thing is um it there is some areas to stick to so you don't want it too dark no you don't want it too bitter which is strange yeah oddly um you you want a balance between your malt and your hops as well but you don't want it too hoppy but you want well, I sort think, of like noble hops. You want like like classic British. You yeah, because that's the interesting thing. Fuggles. Like it became the style became bitter. Uh, you know, actually clearly because of the hop content. Yeah. Uh, but obviously the uh, the goalposts have shifted somewhat, uh, and the the hops we used weren't that bitter. They were just more bitter than yes, you know, yeah, yeah, using but, less of them. <coughs> but also, you don't want. You don't want too malty, so I suppose that probably allows you to go. Oh, that is bitter because otherwise because you wind up in old malty, ale and stuff like that. Exactly. And you don't want to yeah. be there. No, no, you don't want to end up there. Um, so yeah, I mean that's the that's a very brief outline of the history of bitter. Is basically it's beer. It's, well, it's, it's anything that's not porter or stout. Yes, and that breadth of uh, like that breadth of scope in within the just the term bitter yeah. has sort of led to bitter for a lot of people uh, just being synonymous with ale. Yes, yeah. just being, these are all bitters. It's like no, they're not. No, no, no it's like those two are. Yeah, all of this is different. Well, that's it. Like the amount of people that come at the pub and go, "Oh, a pint of bitter, please," and it's like. Uh, yeah, but, but what do you mean by that? What do you mean <laughs> do you by mean? bitter? Do you just mean ale? Because sometimes they do. Sometimes they genuinely just yeah, mean ale. That's what I mean. Like it's just become synonymous with yeah cask beer, and it's but it's problematic. It is very problematic. I, tell, I mean, I'll give you a rundown um, of the recipe that we're going to be brewing today, um, and you know we'll see we'll see how we. I mean. What do you what do you think's in there? Like, I know like, at least like two. I know at least two words that I'm expecting to hear. Right, Maris Otter. <laughs> it's because Maris Otter is a banging base grain. In all fairness, if if you're doing a British yeah. beer, oh, there's no, there's nothing wrong with Maris like, Otter. But it's just like if if you're if you're trying to make a quintessential uh, British bitter, then if you're not if you're not starting with those two words, you're probably doing it wrong. That that is uh, yeah, it's true. So I mean, top of my list, Maris Otter. Maris Otter. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think? What what do you, what do you think might what what else would you expect? You've got, a you've got glee in your eyes, which means you've gone you've gone lodden with it, <laughs> and there's some there's some crystal. Yes, there is, there is crystal malt. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hops wise, I don't know because it's like I mean I would I would imagine just I know some some real standards, some fuggles or, or goldings or. Uh, I, I did not go Foggles or Goldings. Um, well, there is one more um, grain in there. I've put in just just a small amount of roasted barley. Right, just Give just to, uh, just to add a little bit of body, just add a slight roasty taste to it, and just to darken the colour down a little bit. So, I mean, my my colour is at the top end of what would be like kind of standard for a session bitter. It's tw- about twenty five EBC, so it's going to okay. be sort of like an amberish, yeah, um, sort of colour, like a dark amber. Um, my bitterness is only thirty two point five IBUs, but apparently that's quite high for the style well also you see these absurd ibu numbers on a lot of uh things and it's like your, your palette caps out at like yeah. 70 odd <laughs> yeah it's exactly. like don't worry about yeah, it don't worry about this thousand ibu beer um but of strength wise around right about 3.6 
So that's pretty Sensible. down the line for it. Sensible. You can have one and drive. Exactly. But I mean, providing you've got a license and a car and yeah. insurance, and I mean, you should. You, you, you can't just have one can. and drive. No, there's a lot of other if you things. Can't, if you can't already drive, <laughs> yeah. it's not gonna. It's not gonna no, give you that no, power. Don't, don't just get a car and drive. <laughs> yeah, I'd be mad. Oh, so um, hops wise, Bordesia. I can't say I'm too familiar with it. I mean, I've definitely well, no, had beers I, with really. it in, but yeah, I, I'm not overly familiar with Bordesia. But Bordesia um, is like pretty chill it's it's not as dank as like fuggles it's like uh grassy slightly floral um and reasonably mild so it should be there to kind of just balance it out there's not there's not a lot in the aroma side of things because that's not really what you're looking for you're after you want it to be multi in that that aspect yeah so i mean i do have some uh flame well about five minutes at the end of the boil um i have got some but not a lot just something to I don't know, give it that Give slightly, you that top end. Yeah, just a little floral note on the nose, I think should be quite nice. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of it's all just to try and bitter it out, try and drop off some of that marisotta. So, I mean, that's a we'll pretty... See, we'll pretty, see what happens. That's a very easy hop profile. Exactly, right? A very easy malt, malt profile, very easy hop profile. And then I'm using um, White Labs uh, English Ale, so WLP005. Um, real nice... It shouldn't be too. Um, it shouldn't give off too many esters. Just a little bit is okay, um, but you know. But you don't want to, uh, you don't want to wind up in those. I know those very sort of specific uh, like yeast uh, aromas that you get from uh, beers of this sort of color and weight yeah. on the sort of more like Belgian side of things or German side of yes, things. You, yeah. you do like you kind of want it to just sit back and do its job and very little else yeah i mean also you you you, on the flip side that you don't want a super clean fermentation you know it's like using something like california yeast, which just does nothing like you know it'll 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 chew through the yeast and that's that's you done like you do still want a small amount of that i don't know british funk british (laughs) i guess um i mean at least that's what i would be expecting from a bitter you you want something that's going to accentuate the multi-character I think, and um, this yeast in particular should help do that. Yeah, I guess you want to you want just very slightly those sort of sour aspects of the of the malt base, like rather than like going fu- like you don't want you don't want full on funk, but you you, no. you want you want that malt bite to come out. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, without becoming abrasive or acidic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean. As as usual, all of our ingredients are supplied by uh, the malt miller. So if you are interested in brewing this, this recipe, you can actually just buy the recipe pack uh, from the maltmiller.co.uk. So if you just go onto there, if you just type in buy the mash ton, you can actually find our recipe pack. So you can just hit order um, and then you can get the exact quantities of everything that we've brewed and a little breakdown of exactly how to brew it. So temperatures, uh, timings, and all of that sort of stuff. Um, but I mean, like, this one's pretty down the line. Like for a, for a beer for this time of year, it's absolutely perfect because it's not really high uh, in your percentage level and it's just really easy to brew, I think. Or at least I'm hoping it's going to be easy to brew. Well, I think uh, certainly from a home brewing aspect in this country like it's kind of the thing that everyone just starts off with so it's yeah you know it's it, it shouldn't be uh, if if you were going down to um 
Well, it's not Woolworths anymore. Uh, you can't call it that. <laughs> No, it is not. No, um, it is not Woolworths There, there is still a Woolworths in... <laughs> Tenby, <laughs> really? I think so. Yeah, I, like this was years ago. Did the community Tenby. buy it together or something? I think so. Yeah, yeah. like, and, but you go in there. It's exactly like being in Woolworths, mate. Pick and mix, all sorts. Um, but uh, somewhere like Argos or um, Wilco's, where you get the kind of homebrew, you know, yeah. the kits. Like that's a this is the sort of style of beer you'd expect to find there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the good thing about doing all grain brewing is you can kind of fiddle with things yeah. and change. You things can play around with it, can't you? Exactly. Um, I think this is this is normally the sort of time uh, where we would hear Mike going, beer ye, beer ye, it's time for the beer news, but he's not here. So You've done it there, though. I mean, I have. I mean, do you want to do it officially rather than as a quotation in a, a sentence? No. Okay, so you're happy with that beer ye, beer ye? I am, yeah. Okay, yeah. do you want some beer news then? Yeah, go on then, what you got? Well, it's dry January, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yes. Uh, we in the, in the pub industry have noticed the dwindling uh, customer base. Uh, and you know, I think it's, I think it's, we live in a time where actually people are trying to accommodate it a bit more. Like, yes, yeah, like yeah, definitely. Pe- people are choosing the low ABV options or yep. zero alcohol options more and more. Uh, and, uh, you know, as expected, Brewdog have definitely picked up on this. They've recently, uh, I mean, they've always had nanny state. They've yes, recently, yeah. um, well, reasonably recently done uh, their punk IPA is punk AF. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Free one. Which I think is quite a not uh, like, it's a it's a good it's a good name it's better for a beer. Th- it's also better than the nanny state. I was never much of a fan yeah, of the nanny no. state, but uh, they've done a few more. They've the hazy one, and there's a coffee stout, I think. Okay. But uh, they've gone one step further. Uh, in yesterday, they opened up their first completely alcohol-free bar in London. Now, do you know if this is a is it a permanent thing or is it just it's like a, a pop-up it's a, bar? For it's January? a per- it's a permanent thing. Like it's oh, a right. new bar. It's a new bar. Bloody it's hell. called Brewdog AF. As, as expected, yeah, yeah. follow yeah. the follow the line. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it's it's like uh, alcohol free spirits, alcohol free beer. It's got I think fifteen lines of alcohol free beer. Wow. Um, and so yeah, if you're if you're in London and you're doing your dry January, you've yeah. got you've got a, a reasonably decent watering hole to to head down to. That's not bad, really, is it? But also across all of their bars, yeah. Uh, I I'm pretty sure this is the case. Your any brew dog alcohol free beer is bottomless. You go and buy one, and you you just keep drinking it. It's called drink or drink or you can January, I believe. Now that I mean, as much as that sounds like a banging idea, like if I went down to the bar in Reading and did that, I, I can see that I can see that marketing work in an alcohol free specific bar. I'm not quite sure how that's going to fly. Yeah, I, like, I, like, like you it does say around for the table. That's you guys done for the entire night. Like from the way they've written it, it sounds like those things overlap. Um, yeah, but in a tragic way for a but, business. But then again, like there's only the four Brewdog alcohol-free beers, and the other eleven there will not be Brewdog alcohol-free ah, beers. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes so sense. So it'll only be on theirs. It's like yeah. when they go, you know, you can have a uh, free punk IPA for just yeah, coming yeah. in and saying fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, it's like yeah, that, yeah. that works for them because sometimes people want to move on and drink something else. Yeah. I do wonder or not uh, if they have like a fair usage policy. You know, like you get with like unlimited broadband and stuff like that. You get a fair usage policy. Well, I don't know. I mean, like I, I really don't imagine they do. I imagine they're just they're just rolling with it because they can. We should like we should we should take. I, I could drive to London. <laughs> we could drink as much as what well. I could even drive back. Alcohol free, mate. Absolutely. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's even better than you can't get drunk on stubbies <laughs> which is something i hold true to <laughs> yeah absolutely 
But, but yeah, I think that's 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 the that's the bad news I know about. Have you got any bad news? Uh, well, I mean, I kind of. Uh, but I mean, it's you'd have to be quite local to take advantage of it. Some people are local. Th- th- this is very true. So, um, elusive brewing. Uh, just outside of Reading, are looking for a brewer. Well, there you so, go. So, you know, it, like, if I, I, I first came across it on Twitter, it popped up. So if you follow Elusive Brewing on Twitter, um, there is, a, like, a job post, like, a description there and stuff like that. Um, so it's a fantastic chance. If, if you are a brewer and you are looking to kind of get in at the ground floor and of, work with the nicest man in brewing yeah exactly like i mean to be honest if if he's the nicest man in brewing i bet he's probably going to be the nicest boss man in brewing as i well. think he'd, i think it'd be pretty good i reckon he'd be pretty banging as a boss man so you know if that if that's if that's the kind of thing you're looking for and you've then, got, you know you got know. some of the relevant experience then you know new year new you new brew that's good i like that <laughs> Like that, just that's straight off the top of the dome. That there. wasn't too bad, was it? <laughs> that wasn't. I, I, I shouldn't hurt myself no, too hard. No. I, and I think we should maybe have a beer. Yeah, you've used up all your creativity <laughs> for this section. I think I have. So what we got here then? Uh, this is a beer called Witchert by Vale Brewery. Oh, I don't know that one. I don't know. I know Vale. Yeah, so it is um, a rich multi auburn bitter, um, coming in at three point nine percent. So you know, pretty yeah. pretty down the line. Um, a little bit of gum on the old bottle there. Witchert, a reddish brown traditional Thames Valley bitter. Excellent woody flavours are notable in this strikingly malty beer. A rich finish of port and berries on the nose. I find it really really funny <coughs> when anyone puts Thames Valley or Thames into their uh, beer name or description because I've I've been in the Thames. <laughs> I've drank the Thames. And, and, and I, I wasn't and happy you don't about want it. it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want anything to do with that. It's it's unpleasant. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're just outside of Brill, aren't they? Yeah, about it's, there, yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're not actually far away. I mean, you know, same county No, they're, 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 they've been but, a sort oh, of mainstay. It is not... Yeah, Buckinghamshire they're in, isn't it? But they've been they've been a reasonable mainstay at the pub for quite a, quite a long time. Yeah, um, presumably for that reason, they're not from far afield. Well, this is this is Witchert. Let's have a um, look. Yeah, it's bottle conditioned apparently, so a little bit a little bit hazy there. Probably could have poured it a little bit more carefully, but you know what you're going to do. These things happen. Uh, I don't mind. No, I'm, I'm fine. So you know. Um, it's very malty on the nose. It is incredibly malty on the nose. I'm going to say it's, like, it's, like, it's a bit much in it, um, but you know, I'll definitely give it the Auburn Auburn bit. Uh, I mean, yeah, they haven't lied. They haven't lied there. No, it's a little more carbonated than I expected to be. But I guess that's just the bottle conditioning, and just we should probably leave it to rest a little longer as Possibly. well. Possibly, but, but we but haven't. I, I reckon. I reckon. Put some in your mouth. Swish it about. Tell us how you feel. About <laughs> Beat it. the bubbles out of it. Yeah. <laughs> give it, give it a taste. Pop it in. back in. So yeah, give it give it a try. Tell me what you tell me what you're tasting. Because um, I, being somebody who doesn't really like bitter, this will be an interesting um, analysis from you. I mean, it is largely as I expect expected from the nose. It's got that, you know, it's got that just overlying, just slight hop bitterness. It's got that sort of just sour on the front part to the malt base. Yeah, but it's the aftertaste I can never get on board with. There's something sort of is it? I the, find it sort of. Is fusty. it the port and berries, uh, or the rich finish of port and berries on the nose? Is that is that what you're not? No, I don't. Th- board with? No, I don't think so because that sounds that sounds quite nice. I've got port. 
Just <laughs> chuck one of them back just afterwards. Pop a port in there. No, it's something it's something that lingers. It's sort of yeah. yeah. I know. I just find it kind of musty. I find it sort of coats my mouth, and I don't I don't get on board with that. I wonder if maybe that's the the hop choice. It might be. Uh, like I, could, I really I mean, don't it, know. It could be the yeast choice as well. Maybe it's the Thames water they use. <laughs> maybe it's like, yeah, getting pang of Thames there. Mm. I mean, it's it's. It is one of those things, and I guess this is this could be seen as a plus in that I want to put more of it in my mouth to wash away the fusty aftertaste. <laughs> so I only have to experience it once when I get to the end of the beer, rather than so. So what you say is this: this one's a guzzler. <laughs> it's, it's a guzzler, but because you get it in, but but it's it's not a guzzler for yeah for the I, reasons like, I'd like something to be a guzzler. I mean, to be honest, it's it is largely exactly what I expected because the thing is that like it's a good beer. Like, it's a good example of the style of beer. It, yeah, it's it does. Just, I don't think it tastes like there's anything wrong with it. No, I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's bad by any like, stretch of the imagination. It's I, just. I quite like the. It's just not my. I, I'm getting a lingering bitterness, like right at the back of the tongue, just this like bitterness that just won't cease. It's definitely there, but it's, it's something I get. Yeah, it's more of a mouth. Fi- it might even be more of a mouthfeel thing, like <clears throat> that. That I don't know. It, it just yeah, I just coach my mouth in a weird way, and I don't yeah. like it. Is there's something there, and I can't quite put my finger on what the taste is. It'd be interesting to see what the other three do to you. Yeah, but then because like, we've got three more, not, again, of, not yeah, of this. This is this isn't a commentary on this specific bit. No, like, no, this no. Is, it's, this, it, it's just the style in general. Trying to pin down what I don't really like about. Yeah, but like, I mean, I, I've 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 tried a lot of bitters, obviously, because yeah. for a while it was that was what you were getting, um, and I mean, there's it. For me, again, it, it's it, like yourself. It's not a style I would really go. Ooh, I'm going to go yeah, into a pub and I'm going to have a bitter. But, but it's interesting. It, like, it's definitely got the balance. Like, yes, like yeah, very yeah. well. Yeah. Like, because quite often, it's like, especially with a lot more hop forward beers on the market, people yeah. making a bitter to, like lean the other way. Yes, yeah, and yeah. it beca- it comes out very malty, which I tend to actually prefer to it being like balanced because. Yeah. I because, just, because I prefer, you're a man of extremes. I like things to strike out in a direction and really go for it. Um, yeah. So when someone goes, oh, it's fair, a lovely yeah. balanced beer, I go, oh, I'll have some. Yeah, I'm probably not going to like that. I want, a, I want an unbalanced beer, Yes, please, please thank like, you. It's really unstable. <laughs> well, should we see what other un- uh, p- potentially unstable beers we might have? Let's check out some potentially unstable bitters. <laughs> right, what have we got here then, Chris? Uh, we have here uh, the Bingham's Twyford Tipple. Uh, which is a beer I'm pretty familiar with. Uh, Bingham's not being uh, particularly far away. No, in, no, no. As not. the name would suggest, Twyford. Yep. Uh, it's uh, a little uh, paler than uh, the Witcher that we just tried. It's, and I like. I know it's it uses more sort of uh, New World style hops. Like it's yep. a lot. Like the hop profile of it should be a lot, a lot more citrusy, but. Yeah, it still has that that big malt base underneath it, uh, which is you know not how I'm really used to those hops being used. So let's have a look. See, yeah, I mean, my as as you were describing it, I'm, I'm I've been looking at it, I've been smelling it, and I've been sticking it in my gob. Um, <laughs> it is, it's a lot. Doesn't seem to be holding its carbonation as well, so it's a lot less carbonated, which I think suits the style perfectly. Yes, um, and yeah, it's it's. Tastes cleaner, I mean, and even just like even just on the approach, like just smelling it, it's like it doesn't have that. Um, I don't know that just that depth to the aroma. It's it's yeah. it's it's all high end sort of 
citrus bite. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. It tastes real nice. Yeah, it's, like, actually... it's it 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 it's in. It is di- just very different to the Witcher. Very much so, and I I'm, I'm not getting that aftertaste in the same way. Like I am missing a little uh, of the the bitterness that the the Witcher has. Yeah. Uh, in the aftertaste, but to not have that musty sort of vibe, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take I'll take the hit. Yeah, yeah. It's I actually mean... a lot nicer than I remember it being. Like I always quite liked it. But I haven't had it in a long time. But yeah, no, it's, actually- I, it's. I wonder uh, maybe if it's a, a different in, difference in yeast as well. That maybe they've maybe they use a slightly more cleaner fermenting yeast, possibly than um, sort of other breweries do. I mean, the good thing is we are actually in a position to ask them at some point. That's true, because <laughs> you know we'll we see him in a bit. Yeah, yeah, we we see him regularly. Um, but what I do like, uh, I mean. I often comment on sort of like artwork on bottles and stuff like that. And it is very, very traditional in their style of art. But what I do like is the information that is given on here. I was going to say, the Bingham's pump clips always have the information you want on them. Yeah, like it's got a lot of... I mean, I imagine this is exactly what would come on the pump clip because Uh, it looks... It's pretty close. Like to the point where you can't really read some of the writing because it hasn't scaled down very well. Um, but it does say vegan friendly on the front of the bottle it says suitable for vegans on the side um, which for this time of year is yeah. really good because most people are doing the whole vegan January thing I'm not going to say that I'm not, I'm not saying it Veganuary I'm not saying it mate it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous um, so yeah so people are doing the whole vegan January thing and it's quite nice that um, breweries are starting to kind of put that on the pump clips um or are putting it on their bottles and stuff like that because you just don't really see it that often it makes it very confusing i spend uh, a, a good amount of time each week having to scour the internet for that information from yeah. a lot of breweries and it's hard it's hard to get like they don't always put it up on their websites and you know if there's any brewers listening just do it yeah, uh, just it, help us out yeah it makes everyone's life just so much easier if you just put the information there and people know what they're looking at and you'll sell more beer exactly win-win situation Everyone, everyone's happy uh so yeah i mean you know just 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 to wrap that up on the uh on the bingham's beer it's really nice it's really fresh and it makes it very sessionable it's very yeah very clean and just yeah. quaffable a 3.7 percent is easy isn't it but the yeah absolutely but the dif- the difference between the two is has done a lot to showcase how broad yeah, the term yeah, bitter yeah, can be well let's i mean i've got i've got a couple more we should try let's so. see if we can get it broader yeah yeah Right, what are we drinking? Uh, this is the world famous World Top Bitter from World Top Brewery. It's a Yorkshire brewery. Um, I'm from the world, and I, and I haven't heard of World Top Brewery. Uh, this is the original rewarding brew. This is a light amber-coloured, crisp, clean, aromatic session bitter. World-grown barley, malt, and North Down hops give an unusually full flavour and a long hobby. What's an unusually full flavour? It's shall I find out? I think brick is an unusually full flavour. <laughs> it's a very yeah. full flavour, the brick. Yeah, go on then. Um, you, you look at it's 3.7%, mate, so this is exactly the same as the Twyford tipple. This one is a lot paler. Yes, yeah, it is. Um, but world famous, mate. So um, give, it a, give it a smell and give it a taste and tell me, tell me why it's world famous. Yeah, I'm getting fame on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it... 
I like no, the it's, it's, uh, uh, again like further away from the malt on the nose. It's it's again got that high end yeah fruity fruity pang to it. Uh, what has it got written for? Doesn't say what hops. Oh, and the flavour though, there's very little. There's very little hop there. It's oh. very. It, it's not a very bitter bitter. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's not, is it? <laughs> not at all. No, it's. It's very, very clean though. Like, it's very clean. Like I mean, I think more malty though. I'm definitely getting a, 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 a malt aftertaste. It's. I know. There's not. There's not a great deal to it. No. It's. It's almost too clean, and I don't know. Yeah, it's it's almost American lager clean. I was going to say it's like if if it had been so if it was so if it was a little fizzier, but maybe maybe that's why it's world famous because people love that. Yeah, people love a beer that is just so inoffensive. Yeah, they want something quaffable. Yeah, and I I mean this ticks the box. I reckon this would probably serve better on cask though. Yes, I reckon you get a lot more out of it on cask. Well, I say in the, in the condition it's in, direct from the bottle, because it is quite carbonated. If that was up just a little bit, and someone just gave it to me and told me it was lager, you probably I, take I, it. I, I, w- I wouldn't question that for a second. No, um, but again, it's just another. So bitter can be that as well. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, yeah, because I wouldn't, be. I wouldn't go and say that's not a bitter. Yeah, I, I, just... I reckon some of the hardened bitter drinkers would love this. Need to get, give it a bubs. Ah, we'll, we'll, we'll buy a We should get Bubs from. on. We should get Bubs on. <laughs> Bubs is a regular at the pub, and he's he's great, and we've been trying to... We've, he, he only wants brown beer in a handled mug. Yeah, but and, uh, he doesn't, though. He doesn't, because <laughs> we've, we've made a craft wanker out of him. <laughs> but he still, he still won't do it in front of his friends. This is very funny to me. Oh, we could get him, we could get him on the internet and get him out to our tens of listeners he could be a feature he could oh just what is, ask what does bubs think just cut to bubs like, once in a while just take the dictaphone to the <laughs> yeah pub. that's it we could just take the dictaphone to the pub what does bubs think <laughs> and just yeah no like yeah, that, that's the it would be a bit it would be a bit blue like it wouldn't be a very safe for work feature <laughs> no. in the podcast all right cover your children's ears um <laughs> this is what bubs thinks <laughs> yeah no I'd, I'd be up for that but I, I reckon i'd be interested to get his take on this actually yeah because it's not brown it's not brown, but it is wet. It is wet, and it, I, I, I think it's, it's it, I think it's quite drinkable. I'm not it is lie. very drinkable, but again, it's very drinkable for me for 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 like reasons that don't sound particularly, uh, like positive what? when you say it out loud. Well, yeah, no, that's fair enough. It's very drinkable because it doesn't taste very much. <laughs> it's fair but enough. There's nothing wrong with that. It just it's no? hard to say that in a way that doesn't sound, sound bad. Doesn't sound like a, di- a dickish thing to say. Yeah. No, I mean, like, like, I quite like it, and I think, I think for it'd be the perfect summertime bitter. Yeah, I think like that 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 would be spot on. Like, like good summertime bitter. Yeah, be up my street. Still haven't heard of them though. The world famous, mate. <laughs> world famous. It says it on the bottle. It says it on the bottle. Okay. If it says it on the bottle, it must be true. I've never come across them either. Just <laughs> like, it's like, have you heard of them? No. No, I might have to do some research. Um... I mean, possibly it's one of those breweries that mainly export from the UK. Possibly. Like, and they are world famous, so within the UK, never heard of them. But it's because they don't sell within the UK. Maybe. Who knows? Might do a little bit of research while we get another beer. Yeah, let's do that. What then? What have we got here then, Chris? Well, I think it's apt, because uh, 
this uh, one is from Two Cocks Brewery. Yeah. And we've been Two Cocks for the last segment. Because, Have we? Well, because you said World Top Brewery. I did, yeah. And I just said what you said throughout the whole you segment. you got to believe me, innit? Because I didn't, I didn't look at the bottle because you had it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're called World Top Brewery, so... Well, welcome to the, the, the world of being dyslexic, I guess. The, the world <laughs> of being dyslexic. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, a Two Cocks beer is appropriate. Perfectly uh, apt there. Which one of... You've got two very similar-looking glasses next to each other there, pal. <laughs> I've got two very similar-looking glasses with very similar quantities of very similar-looking beer. Do you know what's I'm what? I'm fairly certain I've got the right one in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> when you put them down, I saw, like, a pang of, like, doubt. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. What is it? Okay, so we have the 1643 Musket Bitter here mm. uh, from Two Cox Brewery. Uh, I've had Two Cox beer before, but I haven't. I don't think I've had this one for the same reason as I probably haven't had a lot of these bitters. Is that it's a word really I like avoid bitters. on that bottle? Yeah. Uh, it uh, touts itself as a well-balanced session bitter, packed with flavour uh, from a mix of different malts and a combination of British and New World hops. Ah. It's three point eight percent. So you know that's. It's handy. It's pretty bang on. Like we've had two, three point seven, two, three point eight. Yeah, it's, it's, that's 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 how they're doing it with a with a bitter. But uh, yeah. they didn't give me very much specific information there. But I'm expecting so, some, a little some fruitier breweries, in the hop profile. Yeah, just from some breweries don't give a lot of information. But what you do get from two cocks is a free feather. Free feather for every on every bottle. On every it's kind of like when you it's know, a bit bougie, isn't it? It's very bougie. <laughs> I mean, I want to know because clearly not vegan friendly. No, unless unless it's fake, could well, be a fake feather, or is it a real feather? Well, also, what what if they just found them all on the ground? I don't think that's what's happening. I don't, <laughs> but I'm just saying, what if they did? I don't. We'd need a vegan. Okay. Uh, well, if, and that's the end of that discussion. If, no, 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 no. We've we've got the reach. We've got the reach. We've, we've got, got the platform. reach of this social media platform. If you are a vegan, and you have an opinion on whether or not two cocks um, are using feathers that they've found on the ground, whether or not that would be uh, acceptable in, 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 in the ethos of, um, you know, kind of what you're thinking, or whether or not, because it's not in the beer, whether or not that makes it okay. Well, I think that wouldn't make it okay. Because, I don't know. Uh, I mean, still probably, that, because, that definitely wouldn't be okay if they were plucking it from a bird. I mean, I don't think, they, I don't think they've just got a lot of birds in there. Yeah, they are. They're hurt, just wandering about. Hurt. Yeah, you can, it's really easy to find two cocks, bro. <laughs> yeah, just follow the sound. The rhythmic... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, whether or not, because if they'd scavenged them, whether or not that was okay, or maybe they're recycling old pillows. Can I make a criticism? And no. it may be my fault. Yeah. I believe we've become sidelined. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, nothing, <laughs> I think you're right. Should we talk about this beer, then? Let's, 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 let's have a look-see. Okay, now... Given the fact that I got it confused... Yeah, don't have with, a look... Don't compare it. Yeah, with every other beer. Colour-wise, very similar. Very similar. Very similar. Smell-wise? What do you think of smell-wise? Uh, I mean, it's, it's got a lot more sort of... I guess it's like almost dark fruit smell to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a lot of dark fruit smell, like raisins. Yeah. Like Christmas cake, maybe. But not quite as boozy. Yeah, and it's still got, like the first one, the Witchet, it's got... It's got a lot of malt in the nose, whereas the other, the pre- the previous two have been a little crisper. It's got a good level of carbonation, but definitely raisins. Yes, definitely, definitely for sure. raisins. Like, and I mean, they could have got some of that from the hops, but I imagine that's a malt character. 
it's that's very, coming through, but it works. It still manages to be really clean in the malt, uh, in the malt base though. Like uh, while you're drinking it, it's like really quite full flavour. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't linger around. You don't no. get that that fusty aftertaste. You get a little bit of you know that that bitterness from the from the hop that sort of sticks around. But, yes, but not a lot else. Just well, I'm, I'm wondering stays whether or you. not they've used. Um, you know, maybe a touch of like Pilsner malt or something like that to help, like, kind of make it just a little bit drier. It is dry, and yeah, I like that. And this is this is my favourite one we've had. Yeah, so I, I, I actually think it's mine as well. Um, it just, yeah, I know it's I'm just got a bit, it's got bottom. a bit more to it in the in the hot profile, but without without overpowering anything. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is a shame that they don't give more information, but I mean, like you never, never really do get a lot of information on bottles. Um, one, limited space, and two, not a lot of breweries want to kind of give away too much. Yeah, I also guess when and you it make it, when you're making a, a bitter, it's not like you're probably not just going to list a load of hops. Whereas you know, when you make yes. an IPA, you you definitely do. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But that's yeah, it's got a nice, yeah, real nice body to it mm. without becoming sort of cloying and what i do like is it's got a sticker on it that just says great taste 2019 do it's it- t- oh no it's what? 2020 we've let it go past its prime oh it's only good taste but i mean it is a good taste i'll yeah, give it, it that we but, should get new stickers but good taste 2020 now i just feel like i've just got a little taste of what i could have had in 2019 oh. and a great taste well t- like I'll, I'll keep an eye out for this year's batch yeah and I'll get us one, and we'll do a taste comparison. Eh? See if it's see if it's up to its game. Yeah, yeah. No, nice. I like it. I, I, I think out of a lot of them, it's the one I could see myself drinking more than a pint of. Yeah, I think. It's, yeah, I go. Yeah, I have another one of those. Hmm. No, it's all right. Yeah, it's, no, I enjoy that. It's working out. Well, I think I think that's probably where we should knock it on the head. To be honest. Um, uh if you've got any questions um, or any corrections, um, just like, you know, we needed correcting on world top as opposed to world top. We did that ourselves, though, didn't yeah, we? but we did that ourselves. But yeah, if, if, if you've got anything like that, if you've got any questions or anything, or you just want to say hi, you can get in touch with us on the old uh, Twitter at ByTheMashTun, or you can always send us an email, uh, which is ByTheMashTun at gmail.co.uk. Sorry, .com. I know, I always go .co.uk. It's I don't just know why. got a nice ring to it, doesn't it? It has got a nice ring to it. Maybe you should but, have gone with that. Yeah. Or, get um, that as well. or you can use uh, old snail mail, but nobody's got our address. <laughs> so, you know, just bung it in the post box, see what happens. Um, just don't do that. It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Waste of, waste of stuff, <coughs> isn't it? Um, so, yeah, if you've got any questions or we can help you out in any way, just give us a shout. If we can't help you out, we can try and point you in the right direction or we can try and find out the information for you. Um, if you've got any questions on equipment or ingredients, by all means, do get in contact with our partners uh, at the Malt Miller. You can get in contact with them on their website or via Twitter uh, or via email. So, yeah, give them a shout. They're really helpful. They've helped me out a lot. I know they always help Mike out a lot. Um, other than that, you can join us in about a week and a half where Mike will be brewing something, but I don't know what. Because, so, because he's not available for comment. Because he's not available for comment yet. It's all right. So, I'm going to hop over to Berlin. I'll hound him. I'll try and find out that for you. Yeah, yeah. Make sure, make sure you do. That'd be great. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's everything from us, and we'll see you next time. Bye. I won't, I won't see you next time. Oh, what? You uh, might. I, well, no, you just. You. I mean, I won't see them either. 
Oh yeah, but I won't. They won't hear me. No, I won't. I'm not there. What they can do is they can listen to uh, the Space Jam Continuum. Oh, I'm there. On kaiju.fm. You're there. I'm, I'm there. there. You're there. So if you've liked what we're about, yeah, go, go over and go, listen to that. Go and check out that. It makes far less sense. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>